Hey guys, so I put a link in the show notes to a website called Black Lives Matter, and this is a great website to go get educated on um, what's going on and how you can help fight against uh, uh, racial discrimination and white supremacy in our nation, and uh, yeah, it's just a super, super awesome resource, so I really recommend that you go check it out, because if you want to figure out a way to how you can help fight against these terrible things, uh, that are happening to the black community. This is a great place to start just getting educated on what's going on. So I really recommend that you go check this out. Um, it's a link from, uh, that another podcaster posted in one of his episodes that, uh, he just talked about all of this and how he he just really hates that there's all of this discrimination that's going on in that, um, we even have to deal with this, that we're, we're valuing, valuing, valuing ourselves over others because of the color of our skin. So I, I just was really moved by his episode. So I decided I'd put this into the show notes. So I really, 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 really recommend that you go check it out. I've been looking at it and it's just such, such a great website to get educated on, uh, what's going on in, uh, how you can help. So yeah, a great, awesome website, 100, 200% recommend you go check it out. So yeah, without further ado, let's get into the show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to a new episode of the Plants vs. Zombies podcast. And I am super hyped for today. I have a lot of stuff I'm going to talk about. I've definitely been playing a ton of Battle for Neighborville. So I hope you guys enjoy this podcast episode, and I will see you in the next segment. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so this episode is going to have a lot of content covering gnomes, and uh, I just want to announce that if some of you guys may have not unlocked um, your golden gnomes or your diamond gnomes or you haven't done your gnome bosses in the different uh, free roam regions, I'd recommend that maybe... Uh, I'm just putting a spoiler warning um, for ahead because there's definitely going to be a lot of talk on that. But before I jump into all of this gnome content, I am going to uh, just give you a little update. So I have unlocked the wizard, which was awesome. I'm super hyped that I got him. And um, you guys should be looking out for a character review coming out uh hopefully pretty soon. I haven't really gotten around to playing with him uh, because I, I'm i super hype. I've been using a lot of nightcap and I'll explain why later. But just like, I'm not, I don't play a ton of support and um, I just don't really, <laughs> I don't want to play a, sport, a support class so I'm going to have to hunker down and uh, do some gameplay with the wizard to get a review done. But look forward to that as I go over that character. I know it's way after he came out, but as you know, this podcast um, stopped doing episodes for a while around the time he came out. So I'm just going to do a character review on him sometime soon, and I hope you guys enjoy that. So without further ado, introducing my gnome grind. Ladies and 
gentlemen. Oh, buddy. I have never, ever, ever played so much Battle for Neighborville and accomplished so much in that game, like, in forever um, since this week. This week, I have played so much Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville, and I am going to talk to you guys all about it. So, let's start at... Let's start at the top. So, I had been seeing um, these... uh, Oh, I always space on the name. It's like Vanquish Stones or Victory Slabs. I think it's Victory... Vanquish... Victory Slabs? Something like that, where when you kill someone, they see, like, this cool thing pop up. And I was just seeing the coolest gnome... I'm going to call them Victory Slabs... Uh, victory slabs, and I was like, "All right, how do I get it?" So I went onto the internet, and I, I, I figured out how I could get it, and I just started working on those golden gnomes. And so, so what happened was, I had I cleared out Blight Cap um, this week. I'm pretty sure. And then I also cleared out Dreadwood because I'd like worked through all that quest, and then I just never did the boss. And, um, by the way, I hate Dreadwood so much. He is, I, I loved all of the, I loved the, um, oh, I loved, uh, old school or old school, old school. Yeah. And I loved, uh, blight cap, but Dreadwood <sighs> disgusting, just mm, 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 disgusting because every time you would get knocked off there, like, 800 different dread roots would come up and just start, like, smacking you back and forth. And I was just, I was like, oh, this is the worst. But I finally, I killed him. And uh, that was super awesome to accomplish. And it actually makes Weirding Woods, like, so much easier to traverse. Because um, you can put in that boom box, and then literally the only thing that spawns are, like, adds. And those are super easy to take care of. So... I got all of my golden gnomes and my diamond gnomes thanks to Zero X Fusion. Definitely go check out that guy's channel. Just a phenomenal Plants vs. Zombies YouTuber. And um, I beat Sir... I think it was Sir Bath. Yeah, Sir Sir Bath. And he was... Uh, it, it only took me one try, but that was a super stressful battle. Because I was like... I think I was halfway through it. And then... My friend sent me an invite to a party, and then he kept sending it, and I'm like, all right, I can't, I'm online for some odd reason, I need to, I need to just accept this, and then talk to him, and then I was talking with him while I was battling this, and, uh, oh my gosh, it was so crazy, I was like, oh, yeah, mm -hmm." and, and like, just getting whooped by gnomes, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 but I eventually, I, I finished it, and we beat Sir Baff, and we got that super awesome, like, diamond, or that gnome diamond, like, thing that floats around your head, and the cool, uh, victory slab, and, uh, the, the little, like, two things you can put at the bottom that aren't, like, the boxing gloves, so, uh, that, that was super awesome, uh, beating all of that Weirding Woods content, just super, super duper awesome, that was phenomenal, and then, 
I had my eyes on a new prize. I watched a Zero X Fusion video, and it was how he was one of the first people in the world to figure out this really weird gnome puzzle in Giddy Park. And I, and I looked at it, and I'm like, I have to have it. Because, first of all, it has an awesome victory slab that um, is like this gnome sitting on a throne giving a thumbs down with like two like Roman type um, stone statues of a zombie in a plant and I'm just like gotta have it and those weren't too hard you just had to like uh, you had to dance on a bunch of different stones in um, Giddy Park and I recommend if you're going to do this that you do it in private because that way private with no AI because that way you're not going to get like ransacked while you're trying to dance on these stones so um, I did that and then you walk up to this door that's in uh, like the mid between it's like the midway point all the way like where you can pick up the bounty hunt I'm pretty sure and there's this gnome door and you just walk up to it and you say gnomes oh there's my dog you walk up to it and say gnomes and then it opens up and then you get trance you like you hop into this little portal and then you get uh teleported to another place and then there's just like there's three chests that you can get just for free there's the one with the victory slab and then there's the two that give you like uh, 60,000 coins and then there was the big one that was locked behind like this gate and I'm like gotta have it so in the zero um so there's this puzzle and there are seven shapes that are all different uh or there's seven squares that are all different shapes but uh there's only one of each shape and there's seven different shapes so there's seven squares with each one has a different shape on it and then in front of you that you have three levers uh one moves all the shapes to the left and that one's on the left one moves all the shapes to the right and that one's on the right and one switches the third in from the left and the third in from the right and swaps the two so if you had like um actually i'm not going to explain how that works because that's going to get really complicated but anyway uh they're unlike most of the other gnome puzzles you couldn't just watch a youtube video and then see what order they do it in because it's random every time and this kind of got me like oh that that's that's kind of hard because <laughs> i normally like zero he'll see like something super complicated um that's going on he's like just watch the video and it'll solve it for you practically so that wasn't the case here so you had to somehow rearrange them in the specific order and you know you have them all when there were three or all set each uh shape had a green dot below it and uh, these were the same green dots you saw in weirding woods for one of the diamond gnome puzzles that you would like shoot and it would blink green or it would like shine green and then you shoot it again and then it wouldn't shine anymore uh so those like green gems and when they're all lit up, you would solve it. And this took me, oh, let's see, how long did it take me? It took me probably, oh, let me do the math, like 35 minutes. And um, compared to zero, who it took hours. <laughs> but the thing was, I had the final solution that I was looking at. But it was really hard. Like, 
there were some times where I was just clicking levers, like, uh, I hope this works, like, with very little logic behind why I was, like, uh, turning the levers, uh, but, uh, I think it probably, if I would have, like, if it would have been as fast as when, like, if it would have taken me 35 minutes to solve, it probably would have taken me, uh, like, 10, 10, I'm not sure, maybe 20 minutes to figure out that green is good, and then when you have, uh, in, when you have one in the right place that's green, and then you would just kind of go, and you'd move all the shapes, and then whenever they were in a green place, that was, that's like where they needed to be, and then eventually I'd probably grab like a sheet of paper and piece it all together, and then that would go into the actually moving them, but, um, yeah, it was, it was like probably one of the hardest things I've done in Plants vs. Zombies, and I thought it was awesome. I love it when they have secrets in Giddy Park, or not even in Giddy Park, just in the game. Like, those are just, those are my favorite. Like, the gnomes aren't super secret, because it tells you that they're there, but, like, uh, they're still, like, defeating the gnome bosses. Like, I didn't know there was a gnome boss in back, way back in the Founders Edition when I went through and did all of the ones in the Peachy District, I think. Uh, the, 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 like, the town map. But, uh, yeah, so I just thought that was super awesome, and then you got this super duper cool, it, it wasn't, like, a legendary, but I thought that's, that made it cool. It was a nightcap, um, a nightcap costume called the Spotted Shroom, I'm pretty sure. And it isn't, like, a super flashy, uh, costume, but it just shows that you, you're, like, I'm, I don't know if it's good like that you're really good at the game because it's like you it's not hard to activate but maybe smart is the word if if that if that applies but we'll just see it just makes you look really cool that you like hey you solve that and then you have the cool uh the victory slab to show off that you went into that super secret place so i thought that was phenomenal and i hope that it isn't like uh, they added that into the base game, and then it's like they don't ever do anything like that again. I I really... Oh, there's my dog again. <laughs> I really hope that they add way more things like this throughout the lifespan of Battle for Neighborville. Because these are just so fun. When there's like this secret thing with this super cool reward, and it like took people hours to solve, and you have to do it on your own. Like that, that's just... That's my favorite. So that was, that's been my Battle for Neighborville experience. I've also been, uh, getting my, uh, my, uh, uh, prize bulbs. Yeah, I'm trying to complete that prize map. We have three weeks left on this prize map. I think I can pull it together if I, like, I just get some nice daily bulbs every day. Yeah, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna be able to get it. But, um, yeah, I just loved that, uh, that secret little gnome place and um i'm looking forward to i'm working on trying to finish up i never i never ever played any mount steep so i need to like run through that campaign quickly and uh get all the gnomes for that place and then i'm not sure if you get like a special re reward for beating all the gnome bosses i really hope you do because there's this one other really cool victory slab that um it's like a gnome over a like gnome slot machine and that one looks really cool so uh 
Yeah, I don't think you get that one from Mount Steep because I saw another one that was like gnomes in like a airship that looked more likely, but that it, it may it may not. It may be that you get the slot machine one from Mount Steep instead. But I I don't know. I'm super excited. I can't wait to get all my gnomes and hopefully there's some big surprise waiting for me at the end. But um yeah, that's been my Battle for Neighborville experience. Uh like this week and it's just been awesome i i love playing this game this game is super duper fun and yeah so that is my gnome grind so i have in you're gonna see in the next segment i as i was mowing the lawn i was trying to figure out a way because i had read this like complaint like can we please turn our prize bulbs into rainbow stars and it doesn't really have doesn't really have much to do it, it kind of does but um it also doesn't uh have much to do with that post uh it was like on the like the ea complaint thing or whatever but i i was like hmm i wonder what the the end game people have to do so or what like what would be a cool idea for some end game and i'll dive into that more in the next segment See you in the next segment, guys. Ba-dum. All right, guys. So, um, as you heard in the before I ended the segment, the last segment, I said I had read this um, post from it was I think it was like the EA like where you if you had a problem or something or something you wanted to be looked at or something like that uh someone posted why can't i turn uh or i guess a question why can't i turn my prize bulbs into rainbow stars and um like i maxed out my prize map this is another person like replied to this and said this i've maxed out my prize map i've maxed out my mr rewardotron uh and i'm sitting on all these prize bulbs and i'm like and i think i think he was I'm not sure what level he was. I'm assuming he was fairly high if he had all of those maxed out. But, um, and like, why can't I turn these prize bulbs into rainbow stars? And, um, I started thinking as I was mowing the lawn, as you heard me say, uh, last segment. And I'm like, hmm, that's, that's a valid argument. And then that got me thinking to, hmm, what do endgame players have? And when I say endgame, I'm talking about you've probably maxed out uh, all of your uh, your free roam regions on both sides, uh, and you're like you have your level a thousand plus with like multiple like grandmaster one two three four or whatever um, like characters, and uh, you're really just playing the weekly event to get rainbow stars. And you're trying to get prize bulbs for that prize map, and then once you once you max out that prize map, then it's like, what what do I have to do? And I'm like, that's that's a really really valid argument. Like, what do end game players have to do? Like that is centered towards them within end game. And then I start thinking, well, Sea Thieves, and this was um, not obviously not about Plants for Zombies, but I'm trying to make an idea of what what could happen to give these players like some decent content that isn't accessible by all of the other players who may be fresh or halfway to 
end game um, level. And I'm like, well, Sea of Thieves has their um, Legends Tavern where they have access to specific cosmetics and specific quests that give more gold. And I'm like, hmm, what if Plants vs. Zombies had something like that? And obviously, like, not a pirate tavern. I mean, maybe. I'm, maybe they'd like that. Uh, but uh, I thought, well, I feel like gnomes have always been the center for endgame content. And I'm I'm talking about, like, uh, so the, I consider the golden gnomes, like, that wasn't technically endgame content content that was like more like a secret like the thing in giddy park but trials of the gnomus that is what i consider endgame content where you had to play the mystery portal the weekly mystery portal back when it was weekly um and you would get your um all of your rainbow stars unlock your chest you take your key you go put it into one of the doors you complete it once you completed uh, completed it, you get a code, you get your key, unlock all the doors, complete all of them, get your code. Then you'd put your code into the like code room, you'd fight the boss, you'd go get the reward from whatever uh, statue got blown up, then you would grab your reward, find which, um, st- uh, like, which symbol is missing, and then you do that for all of the different uh, codes, and then you combine all of the missing ones, put them in, face a big gnome boss, you'd beat him, then you'd have access to the Torchwood and Hovergoat chests, and then you go back, you get a bunch more Rainbow Stars, unlock all your keys, and then you'd finally get these characters that were just, um, they weren't necessarily, I mean, Torchwood was pretty good, Hovergoat was, eh, he was okay, but, uh, that, that was like, that's what I call superior endgame content, like, that, that was really, really just great, um, content, and, uh, yeah, it wasn't like super, like, veiled behind like all of this stuff whereas the gnomes were like hidden all over the place and then you had to like shoot different symbols and open the door with a specific combination uh but it was more like you had a general idea of what you're doing with the codes and stuff and it was just like only the people who um played a ton and were considered end game players not by level but more just by how much they played and uh how much they understood the game like they were rewarded for that and then EA had to come through and make them make Hovergo and Torchwood a $10 bundle. <sighs> Anger. But I consider that like just great endgame contents. So I started thinking how could Battle for Neighbor <laughs> Battle for Neighbor uh how could Battle for Neighborville add this to their game? So, um, gnomes would obviously be the center, and just, um, picture this with me here. Um, imagine that there is, uh, like, a secret door once you've hit level 1000+, plus. that's, like, you, you have to, like, really go and look for it, and it leads, it's a sewer system that leads to this, like, big room in the sewers with a giant gnome portal. And once you uh, got there, there would be like two sewer systems going to there. So you'd there would obviously be zombies, but I would assume that would it would be like you can't shoot anybody there, and you would go, and once you go through this portal, it would be like kind of like a giddy like a Dave's Manor or, or the Zomboss. I forget it's Zomboss. It's not Zomboss's estate, but the zombie side of Giddy Park. And it would be like that where there's like gnome NPCs with like different uh, things they can give to you. And then there would be these two activi- activities activities that you could play 
while in um, this like gnome uh, portal where uh, you're in like that space-time continuum whatever that's like the background and then you have uh, you're probably like on a big rock just floating through there and um, there would be a PVE and a PVP so the PVP would be called trials of the gnomist um, just uh, it's not it, it's as it's not like the Garden Warfare 2 version but um, it is called Trials of the Gnomus and then you have the, there's a PVE side which I haven't come up with a name with so I know fill in the blank and uh, each side had its own pinnacle end game content so you had to be like level 1000 to even access this stuff and how the PVE side would work was you would do these like probably bigger and longer missions for the gnomes where you would go hunt down like really powerful uh plant zombies or even like uh banished gnomes and like have some really cool rewards locked behind there and then uh like and then that would also be a free roam region in i know the space time continuum or whatever they wanted to make it so make that a free roam region that um you can max out with all of your different um like customizations i don't know if you'd want to have a currency just like lock the rewards behind um metals or completing missions and then maybe you could currency would be cool and then on the pvp side it would be trials of the gnomus and this is where you have it's kind of like battle arena but like way different so you go into this gnome map and there's maybe like i don't know three or four different gnome maps that you have access to and uh you go into this and it's like a battle arena uh four on four and you you can only use and this this is like up for de debate but you you can only use your grandmaster characters and um this is going to be like uh if you've played destiny 2 uh there's a thing called trials of osiris where uh you have the um you have this card that um shows you how many wins and losses you've had and once you've hit a certain amount of wins you get rewards and uh, if you have no losses and seven wins, then you get to go to this place called the Lighthouse where you get um, more rewards. So um, it probably wouldn't be exactly like that, but there would be like a win and loss system where if you'd win enough, you get like these cool customizations, uh, gnome themed customizations that would change, um, that would change uh, each month. Like they would get a, a refresh and then uh whether uh oh how how could we how could it, okay so you would hit your seventh uh your seventh win on a flawless uh where like your team whatever it was didn't lose and or i don't know if it would be seven wins maybe they shorten it or lengthen it but however many wins without losing uh if you did that you would get your like super cool gnome legendary customization and maybe like they have different like you get your if you get three wins you get a rare um i i forget what the purple rarity if that's just super rare i think it's super rare yeah that sounds about right so three wins you get a rare customization and they have like a loot pool for that and then uh you, you have five wins and this is just going off of the seven win uh thing that destiny uses i'm not saying that this would uh, be final or anything just like um an idea it, it, five wins you would get a super rare 
from the super rare loot pool. And then uh, seven wins, you would get a legendary from the legendary loot pool. And then if you got a flawless, you would get a piece to a character. Now, um, this character would be a gnome. And um, what this uh, gnome would be... uh, Because I've seen... uh, I've seen gameplay of people using gnomes, so they're definitely usable characters. And what I think they should do is you just you start um, you, you're playing through this trials of the gnomus, and you're getting all of uh, these rewards and such. And if you're just a really good if you're a really good end game content person, because if you're going to be playing this, it's not going to be like Battle Arena where you match against like all level twenties and just like whoop them every time. Like these are people that. They're using their grandmasters and their level a thousand plus. So it's like you're already going against good people and um, probably have it like a win-based matchmaking. So you go against people that have the same stakes as, as you. So they're going to be playing like the same, like uh, same momentum. If that's the right word, it's probably not. But they're just going to have the same, like, really sweaty, intense mindset as you. And just, like, put in this really cool endgame content that gives those endgame players, like, if they hopped into maybe a match of turf, turf Takeover after getting all of their flawless wins and, like, hopping around with this... And I would hope they would make it OP, but hopping around with this gnome and just, like, people like, oh my goodness gracious, you are, like, you are the pinnacle of the pinnacle players. And just give these... Uh, endgame players something to brag about and don't definitely don't make any microtransactions character based they haven't done any of that in battle for neighborville definitely don't do that and maybe even have like a small gnome prize map where they have gnome theme rewards you can do just give the endgame players something they can do so that is that's my idea for how they could make good endgame content uh for those endgame players who are like i'm just doing the same things that these um like new players or um, sort of new players are doing and I don't feel like I I don't feel like I've I've worked harder or I'm just playing the exact same thing and um, I feel like that would be just a really cool addition to the game to give these end game players something to brag about and be like hey I, I'm end game this is what you get from end game like I'm I'm just, I'm a really good player. And then people go, whoa, and then they go after it too. And that'd be a good way to draw attention to the game as well. Um, and get more people playing the game because they want to get all these rewards. And also help you not lose your endgame players because they have this super sweaty activity they can do um, that uh, they're going against the best of the best. So that's my idea how they can improve endgame. Um, uh, it's definitely, a, this, it'll probably never happen, but I think it would just be a super duper awesome idea. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And, um, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. It was super duper fun. I love sharing all of my, um, adventures in battle for neighborville. And I hope you, um, enjoyed listening to them too. And I hope you enjoyed my end game and, uh, end game, uh, idea. And remember to check out that, uh, black lives matter link in the show notes. Um, that would be super awesome if you want to check that out. And yeah, thank you so much for listening, guys. I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week. And I'll probably see you more throughout the week because that's what happens when you have a lot of time on your hands. Now, I I thank you for listening to this podcast episode, and I will see you all in Giddy Park. Peace!